Coming up on Let's Get to the Points. We have made it to show number 10 double digits. All right. <laughs> and today you're in Tokyo. So how do you like your room? We're staying at the West Carlton and I just have to show you okay. the view. Wow. First experience with the food already was like was kind of blown away. I was never tasted ramen so good. And later, it's from Sandy, and she asks, "How much time do they give you to shower on board the plane on Emirates?" I would not step foot in that shower. Who cleans it? How often is it cleaned? So I know this probably is a family show, but if you have five minutes to shower, you have to get the pits, the and everywhere else from there, okay? Now, let's get to the points. From passion for points, it's Serena. From points to travel expert, it's Keholani. From travel sergeant, it's Mikael. From Nicole's travel tips, it's Nicole. And from seat to a suite, it's Mitch Shannon. Hi there, and thanks for joining us on Let's Get to the Points audio and video podcast, where we bring you the very best in tips and tricks in the world of miles, points, and travel. I'm Mitch Shannon, and I am joined by not only my points and miles BFFs, but the very best Instagram and social media content creators in everything points, miles, and travel. First up from Passion for Points, it's Serena. Hi. From Points to Travel Expert, it's Kay Halani. Aloha mai kako. From Travel Sergeant, it's Miguel. That's it. And from Nicole's Travel Tips, it's Nicole. Hi, everyone. Before we start, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel and wherever you watch or listen. The video and audio versions are also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at Let's Get to the Points. Also, we love talking and chatting with you, so drop us a DM on any of our social media channels. Let's do it. Let's get to the points. Can you all believe it? We have made it to show number 10 double digits. All right. <laughs> That's great, right? We're all yes. so excited to have made it here, and we've got a great show for you all tonight. Whatever your travel plans are this summer, we just want to thank you for taking the time to watch and listen to us. So speaking of summer travel, last week, Miguel, you were in Seoul, and today you're in Tokyo. And we all want to know, are you having a good time, and how was the trip there? Hey, thanks, Mitch. Yeah, so we flew ANA in economy from Seoul to Tokyo, and uh, we're staying at the Ritz Carlton, and I just have to show you okay. this view real quick. Wow. wow. What floor are you on? So I'm on the 50th floor and wow. the Ritz Carlton here in Tokyo. It used to be the tallest building in the city. I think now there might be some taller ones, but so we're on the 50th floor. The Ritz Carlton sits on, I think, floors 45 through 53 of the Midtown, Midtown Tokyo building. Right. So Mitch, um, I believe Marriott must have listened to one of our episodes because I got here. And even though Ritz Carlton branded hotels don't have to give you free breakfast, I was given free breakfast for my stay. When I checked in yesterday, they gave me some options for a welcome gift. And one of them was breakfast. Breakfast here runs about $40 per person. And I'm going to get breakfast for two for my entire stay for being a titanium elite member with Marriott. So I think that was pretty cool because I was not expecting that at all. I think they watched the episode where you talked about maybe considering going back to Hyatt 
And so they wanted to make sure that you stayed with Marriott. So I guess we don't have to book him guest of honor stays anymore. I'm just going to have to stay at this Ritz-Carlton for the rest of these now, for all my stays now. You're going to have to move to Japan. And then how many points did it take to book that? Initially, when I booked this, uh, I want to say a few months ago, 371,000 points for five nights. Well, I've been checking continuously, but a few weeks ago, it dropped down to 364,000. So I repriced it. I modified the reservation and got a few points back. And then last week I checked again and it went down even lower. So the rate that I ended up paying was 340,000 points for five nights. I remember you did that for the Maldives too, Miguel. You're really good at checking on all of that. The Maldives, I think that was 340,000 points for five nights. And a few days before my stay, I repriced it and it went down to 310,000. So I got a 30,000 points back right before I stayed there. And, w- and with this stay, I also got about 30,000 points back. So, I mean, it was about 8% of the points redemption back in my account before I even got here. So how do you like your room? It's pretty good. We have two queen beds. So we're traveling. It's my wife, my daughter and I. So we got two queen rooms. I did try to get a suite, even though a suite would have meant one king bed and a rollaway, but I wanted just like more room. And they did have one available. I sent them a text in the app. They said, oh, we'll see what we can do. When I checked in, I did it again, but I had requested for them to write a special letter for my daughter because, you know, we're here kind of celebrating her high school graduation. So maybe that's why they don't want to switch me because they had already set up the bed with congratulations, some chocolates and stuff. So I think this worked out better having the two queen beds than a king and a rollaway because my daughter already stayed at a rollaway at the Park Hyatt in Seoul. So I think this is a little bit better. Yeah, it's more comfortable. That's always a debate I have when we get upgraded to a suite. Do we want two queen beds or do we want to put the kids in the rollaway? I vote for the rollaway because none of them are queens. So. <laughs> yeah, I have to I have to show her what they can do. That way she can be a good player three. And that's a lot better than when there is a sofa in there because like, the sofa does not get put back together so nobody can sit down anywhere. You know, when your kids sleep in that living room area, the rollaway works out much better. Oh, yeah. I always ask for a rollaway because my kids are divas, unfortunately. And I wonder why. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they have you for an auntie. <laughs> <laughs> so my my daughter who is seven we were at a residence inn and we had the sofa bed and then we had the regular bed and i said okay you're gonna sleep on the sofa bed and i'm gonna sleep in the bed she goes no either i sleep with you in the bed or i sleep in the bed and you sleep on the sofa bed there's no compromise it's true because my daughter she just graduated fifth grade and she went to outdoor ed camp she was so excited beforehand but then when she came back she said uh it was just okay because the beds were so uncomfortable because she's so bougie now. (laughs) I love it. She cannot deal with outdoor ed tent camping. (laughs) She needs a real hotel Park Hyatt bed. My daughter kind of did the same thing. We went to Seattle last summer and we stayed at a couple of different Hyatt properties at the Seattle Motif at the Hyatt Regency downtown and then the Hyatt Regency South Lake. That one was really nice. And then the night before we flew out, we stayed at a Hampton Inn by the airport because one, it was right by the airport. You can see where this is going, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the uh, Hilton friends and family rate. It was the best thing for us to stay there. But my daughter, after staying at all the different highs, she's like, Dad, what kind of hotel is this? <laughs> and, you know, I guess she doesn't, you know, really have a good concept of money or anything. She's like, Dad, what was this hotel? Like $20? <laughs> I'm like, what, what's so wrong with this hotel? You know, that's mostly where I've used that, uh, 
Hilton friends and family, airport hotels usually, I've done that a few times. And uh, sometimes that's the best rate, you know, when I compare cash versus points and, and what it is. So for a, a one night before or after a flight, that's fine for me. So Miguel, you mentioned that you use 300,000 points for this state. How did you earn those points? Because that sounds like a lot of points to earn just for one state. So I know 100,000 I just transferred from my wife's account and she recently got the American Express Marriott business card and that sign-up bonus maybe was 125, but I was able to transfer 100,000 from her account and the other ones I had from referrals. I think I maxed out my referrals for that same business card. One of the referrals was for my wife. So I think I got another... 100,000 or so points from referrals. So that's 200. And then uh, the other 100 I had from my account from stays and prior referrals for, I guess, the other card too. So Miguel, a lot of our viewers and listeners, a lot of what they always ask about is Tokyo and Japan in particular. So this is your first time there. How's your experience been? My first experience with the food already was like, I was kind of blown away. I was never tasted ramen so good. My daughter found the place that's close by here and we went and it was delicious. And I looked up the place after we came back and it was like Rihanna was there a few weeks ago. And apparently she went back a few times because there's pictures of her there with different outfits. So she must have liked it that much to keep going back. So I guess she chose a good place. Another expectation I had was about the 7-Elevens and going there. So we did manage to go to one last night and there's just so many different types of food. And I mean, we just got a bunch of stuff stuff to just have here at the hotel because everything just looked amazing. So we got a bunch of snacks from 7-Eleven. <laughs> I love 7-Eleven. I love the snacks. I love everything they have in the refrigerated section. We went there multiple times a day and it's cheap too. So even if you're staying at a hotel and you don't have breakfast included, just go to a 7-Eleven and you'll get cheap breakfast there. Okay. So Miguel, I have a question. Ritz-Carlton is considered a premium brand in the Marriott portfolio, right? And you were just at the Park Hyatt, which is a premium brand in the Hyatt portfolio. So can you compare and tell us what you think about both luxury brands so far? So far, and I've only been here for one night at the Ritz Carlton, but so far the service was way better at the Park Hyatt in Seoul. Can you say that a little louder for us, Miguel? I don't think the <laughs> no. people back here. For the people in the back. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they heard that. No, actually, we're going to need to cut that part. <laughs> at the Park Hyatt in Seoul. He said Seoul, Park Hyatt. It's okay. He said the Park Hyatt had better service. You sure did. I heard it. Yep. I guess first impressions, right? We already got here. And I'm just talking about when you check the check-in process. I mean, they were just so attentive at the Park Hyatt. From the moment we got off the car, they're like, we got your bags. Don't worry about it. There's somebody at the elevator pressing the buttons for you, which is not necessary, but they're there. You're going up. They're anticipating your next need. As simple as it may be, like you're going to need to press the button to go up to check-in. They're going to do that for you. And here, we didn't arrive by car. They might have been a little bit different. We took the metro, so we walked in through... I guess like the back door. I don't know if maybe because we walked in through what seemed like the service elevator. But still, I mean, once we got to the lobby, we're there with our bags and nobody went up to get our bags, which is fine. You know, we're, we're fine with that. But but that's just something that I would have expected for them to take care of our bags. So we we checked in the whole time. I mean, we brought our bags up to a room. And then the other thing is the toilets. The toilets in, at the Park Height were way better than here because they opened automatically. So they have a sensor just walking through it, again, anticipating your next need. You're going to need to lift the toilet seat cover. So even the toilets at the Hyatt are anticipating your needs. Yeah, I can't believe the Ritz-Carlton Tokyo doesn't have one of those toilets. No, I mean, they have a bidet. You know, it's the best thing, I guess, is just a warm seat. That's it. But I, I stand there and it doesn't open itself. And I, I got used to it at the park, I, you know. I know the feeling because you're so used to it. I had the same problem. Yeah, I mean, 
the toilet at the park Hyatt was way better. So what's on the agenda for Miguel in Tokyo? What do you got planned? I guess the biggest thing we came for was, aside from the food, was Disney. We like going to Disneyland every year. And we've done Disneyland, Disney World, Disneyland Paris. So this is our fourth one. We'll have two more after this to go to. I also wanted to do the the go-karts, but for that, you need to get your international driving permit back home before you get here. And we didn't do that. I had an international driving permit, so I didn't make it a priority to go and get one, but then I couldn't find it because it's an old one I got back in Germany. I dropped the ball on that, so we can't do the go-karts. That's a good point to make. I think if you need an international driver's license, you can make an appointment at the AAA office, and I think you can pick it up there. Yeah, and you don't have to be a AAA member either. Anyone can can get their IDP there. If you're planning to go overseas anywhere, you know, it just makes sense to go get your international driving permit and have it just in case. So I did the go-karts with my husband in Tokyo, and we did it with Monkey Kart, and it was really fun. But there was a few other adults who didn't have their IDPs, so what they have is these other large motorcycles, and you can ride on the back of that if you want. It's not quite a go-kart, but it gives you some of the experience if you don't have an IDP. So do you go in the same convoy? Yep, same convoy. You're with a guide, so you're on the back of a guide. But that's a good option for children, too, who aren't old enough to drive. My friend went to Tokyo, and she brought her children, and they were able to ride in the back with a tour guide while the adults got to ride the go-karts. So one of the recommendations I have for you, Miguel, is you've got to check out the Japanese Kit Kats because they come in many different flavors and many different kinds. And one of the more popular ones and the ones that I like is the Japanese cheesecake ones. So have you had any of the Kit Kats yet? Not yet. I've tried one before because even though this is my first time in Tokyo, I did transit through here last year and I wasn't able to leave the airport, but I picked up the matcha Kit Kat. But yeah, I've tried those, but yeah, definitely plan to take back some snacks. My daughter brought an extra bag just for souvenirs and goodies to take back. So Okay, so in the 7-Eleven, I really liked the Kalbi shrimp chips. Hokkaido cheese flavor. And then there's a Hokkaido cheese flavor, which you can't find here. Um, but I can eat a bag of that in one sitting. I wish I had brought like 10 bags back home. It sounds like the hot tip for Japan is to bring an extra suitcase, to bring back tons of snacks. Oh, yes. And don't forget to take like home all the slippers and all the toiletries in your hotel rooms, oh, too. Yeah. So I got pajamas here. Do you think I could take those home? Okay, pajamas you can't take home. <laughs> but I'm sure. They wouldn't miss it if you did. So Miguel, can we expect a lot of content on your Instagram page from uh, Korea and Japan? Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll be posting a lot of uh, content from both Korea and Japan because I've got a lot of it. We just, we were so excited about this trip. We've been looking for it so much. So we'll have, we'll definitely have a lot of content and, you know, the best tips of what I would have wanted to know before I came. All right. Thanks everyone. It's time to move on to our weekly recap. It's time for our weekly recap where we share our tips and insider lessons with you from trips that we've recently booked. So let's get started with Kay Helani tonight. And you're going to dish up all about Hyatt Dining, right? Yes. Now, if you are a World of Hyatt member, you can earn points for dining at Hyatt restaurants. Now, the thing to be careful of is that just because a restaurant is located within a Hyatt hotel, that doesn't mean that you would still earn Hyatt points. You need to check with the restaurant if the restaurant is part of the Hyatt property. So that's one little tip I can give with that. Another thing is that if you pay with your Hyatt credit card, you're going to get points on top of that. If you're a World of Hyatt member, you're going to get five base points per 
per dollar spent at this Hyatt restaurant. And then you're going to get a percentage on top of those base points if you have status with Hyatt. So for example, I am a Globus with Hyatt. So I'm going to earn five times the base points per dollar spent at the restaurant. And I'm going to earn 30% more points on top of that. Now, Hyatt had a big promotion last year where when it was calculated, it was 16.5 points per dollar that would be earned when eating at a Hyatt restaurant. Right now, there aren't any promos, but I think it's good to keep watch that hopefully there'll be another promo like that this year again. Another thing is that when you eat at the Hyatt restaurant, you're going to write your Hyatt number on your check when you pay. The important thing is that when you are done with your meal and your server brings your check, you're going to write your Hyatt number on that bill and ask your server to give you the other receipt back. It's a little bit different than the receipt you receive. This receipt that you want to receive back is going to have your Hyatt number imprinted on the bottom and it's going to say that you can receive Hyatt points for it. And this is a confirmation. He or she has actually put your number in that Hyatt system. If they don't do that, you're not going to get your points. And usually if you don't get it done right away, that receipt is going to get lost and it's going to be a lot of trouble to go and get your points. I remember you had a lot of highlights about this Hyatt promotion last time and you were earning a ton of points for dining at Hyatt restaurants. So I'm glad that you pointed out that not all Hyatt restaurants are owned by the Hyatt Hotel because this was a mistake that we made and we dined at a restaurant, but we did not receive the points for our dining. So yeah, be very careful of that. Yeah, that's right, Nicole. And also at the Andazwailea, the Morimoto restaurant, you won't get any Hyatt points over there because it's a separate entity from Hyatt. The other tip that comes to mind is that right there, when you're at the table and you receive that second check back, you can go into your Hyatt account and your points should be in your account. And if they're not there, go ahead and make sure that the server has done it properly. Just ask them. Oh, so the points are there immediately. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. It'll save you a lot of headache if you kind of take care of it while you're at the restaurant. And there are times like when none of the servers know how to do it. So what I was told was that you can take your check and you can email it to the manager. Or I've also contacted my Hyatt concierge and she's helped me with that as well. Because my Hyatt concierge will get in touch with the restaurant manager and get it taken care of. That's why folks should tune in because we actually, and as a math teacher, we go the extra mile to make sure we do the math for you. We want to maximize your cent per dollar spent and how much you earn. That, that's going to be the new, uh, how many crab legs can you get with your sign-up bonus on this card? <laughs> <laughs> So Kehilani, I love the dining promo that Hyatt often has when they have triple points on dining. And in those cases, I try to maximize and I don't charge the dining at the Hyatt hotels to my Hyatt account. Instead, I use a card and pay separately in order to get the triple points because it really adds up. Right. That was one of the qualifications from the last promo. You needed to pay it at the restaurant and you had a lot of fun with that promo too, right, Serena? I did. I ate a lot. <laughs> I did. I take advantage of that Hyatt promo when it comes around because it's easy points. If you're at the hotel anyway, and you're going to dine there and to get triple points back and triple points doesn't mean three X per dollar. It means triple what you normally would have gotten. So keep an eye out for that Hyatt promo. It's a really good thing. Serena, you are doing Hyatt bingo. How's that going? So I just stayed at the Dreams Macau Beach in the Dominican Republic. And then I received a Hyatt 
free Knight Certificate for a Category 1 to 4 Hyatt property. I received the Hyatt Category 1 to 4 free Knight for completing 10 nights in Hyatt's Brand Explorer, and that's also known as what we call Hyatt Bingo. With the Hyatt Brand Explorer, when you stay 5, 10, and 15 nights at different Hyatt brands, you get a free night at a Category 1 to 4 property. So I checked out of the dreams, and then the next day, I already received my free night. And it so happens that two days after that, I had a category four night that I was going to stay at. So what I did is I checked the Hyatt app and I made sure that that hotel still had points availability, which it did. So I canceled my existing reservation. I got my 15,000 points back in my account for that category four property. And then I rebooked that same property with the free night certificate. So this will not always work because you can only use a free night certificate if there are rooms currently available for points bookings and they will not let you swap your existing booking for the free night. And if you cancel your existing booking, you run the risk that your room might not go back into inventory. You'll also want to check the cancellation terms to make sure that when you cancel, you won't be penalized if you cancel before you check in. Some hotels, especially the ones in ski towns, have strict 30-day cancellation policies, so you'll want to be mindful of situations like that. And by the way, the Category 4 hotel that I stayed at, it's the Hyatt Regency Resorts World at JFK, and I loved it. We were upgraded to a suite. We had a view of the New York City skyline. It was beautiful. And the products in the bathroom were Lalabo, the mini ones too. So that was a great stay. And I booked it using my free night certificate that I got from Bingo, which I earned two days ago. So Serena, do you think it's possible now that you've gotten 10 individual stays at Hyatt, how close are you or do you have any plans for the next five stays at Hyatt? Do you think you'll make five different brands anytime soon? I don't think anytime soon, unfortunately, because a lot of our hotel stays coming up are going to be Hyatt Regencies or Park Hyatts, which I already have that checked off for already. So I don't have a plan to work toward number 15 in Hyatt Bingo. So I'm just going to let it happen naturally over the next couple of years. Seneca, what did you have booked this week? All right. So in a few episodes prior to this, I talked about how I missed the tickets for the Anne Frank house. And so I've set my timer to get the tickets for the Coliseum and the underground experience. The Coliseum opens up its ticket in 30 days before, so you can purchase the tickets at a really good price and not have to go through a tour company. Currently, those tickets are about $32 for adults and the kids are free. Instead of just setting my timer for the exact date that I needed for, I set it for a few days before so I could practice to see how long it would take me to get to the website, purchase the tickets before the bots get it. Like, did you guys know they have bots that buy up these tickets? So you then have to purchase them through a reseller? Tickets sell really fast. Like literally they sell out within minutes. And so sometimes they have bots that are there to purchase the tickets so that you have to buy it through a company like Get Your Guide or Viator. So I am glued to my phone for every day at 6 p.m. to try and get these tickets. And I need to get them within the next two days because we're only there for a couple of days. So tune in to find out if I actually got my tickets or I have to end up going through one of those third-party resellers. Lesson is 
if you are booking travel for this holiday season, for the summer, please make sure to book your attractions, your tours, and all of this way in advance so you don't miss out on these valuable opportunities. How about you, Mitch? Do you have any travel plans coming up soon? And did you already book your activities? Yeah, absolutely, Nicole. So um, Alaska Airlines just announced new nonstop service from LA to the Caribbean. And this is actually really good news for those of us on the West Coast, as it's almost impossible to find nonstop flights from here to there. So I booked and I can't believe I'm going to admit this, um, <laughs> but I'm going to be flying Maine cabin. <gasps> oh, the gas. <laughs> pearls. Coach? Yes, I booked oh. main cabin and I booked it for just 15,000 Alaska mileage plan miles per person and $7 for my family of four. So that's not a bad deal, right? That's pretty good. That's excellent. We're going to be taking mama down there for her birthday next year. We've never been to Nassau or the Bahamas. So we're really looking forward to it. So after I booked my main cabin experience i sorry i got a little choked up there it's hard for me to say i then <laughs> headed over to <laughs> stop I didn't, I didn't even know i know those words main cabin you're gonna have to rename your uh, account middle seat to a suite <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, <love it. laughs> I then um headed over to serena's instagram page and i found her fantastic highlights from her recent trip there and i gotta tell you serena your highlights it's like a modern day encyclopedia you laid out the perfect plan you showed all the differences between hyatt and alanis really well and even had some insider tricks on there so after i studied it very well we decided we're going to book the grand hyatt baja mar for 25,000 Hyatt points per night and we're all set and we're going to have a great time. And I'm even looking forward to swimming with the pigs. Oh, yay, so right. it's going to be fun. So here's what I need <laughs> tips yay. on. I need tips yay. on pigs and I need tips on how to write in main cabin because I'm not familiar with that at all. So whatever you can do, all the advice I'll take. So the pigs poop. Oh, they will dear. poop. <laughs> yeah. But don't worry, they clean it up very quickly or it gets washed away in the ocean. Oh, I'm starting to have second thoughts about this trip. Poop and mink habit. I don't it's like, like you're in the lavatory in the ocean. I know. He's lucky there are no monkeys in the yeah. Bahamas. Oh my God. That's right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. It's always nice hearing what you've been booking and busy. And now it's time to move on to Ask Us. Guys, it's Susan from Seattle. I recently found your podcast and I'm finding it fascinating. I didn't really know too much about the travel credit card hacking thing, and I'm learning so much. So thank you. But here's my question Serena had mentioned about the American Express Hilton card offer, and I applied and was approved for a no fee card with 70,000 points and one night free stay. So my question is, what would you do with that offer? And then I have to ask, how many credit cards? you guys all have and how many do you get per year thanks so much okay thank you susan for sending us your video question first congrats from all of us to you on your new hilton card and second i mean gang wow she wants to know specifics are we ready to reveal our big mystery behind the curtain of how many credit cards we have and how many that we get? Miguel, I think you need to go first on this. Yeah, so I had to count and I'm currently at, I have 18 
active cards, most of those being business cards now. And then my player two, my wife, she has 11 cards. So what does that add up to? I don't know. <laughs> Nicole? 18, 11, 29. 29, yeah. And we probably get a new card every couple months and we'll alternate between my wife and myself. So I guess we probably get about three cards each per year. And that's kind of like an average. But if there's been a large expense coming up, we might get more than that. As far as the offer that you got, again, like Mitch said, congratulations. I would probably use that uh, free night certificate, either like a Conrad or a Waldorf Astoria, like the luxury brand for Hilton. And since you're on the West Coast, I think the closest ones you might have are in LA or in Vegas. That would be my suggestion. What about you, Nicole? So congratulations on your card. And I think I have 13 cards and my husband has 10. So it's 23. And I usually open a card maybe every three to four months. Sometimes there's a great deal that comes up or like Miguel said, there's an unexpected expense that appears. And so we apply for a card to maximize the point values. I don't know if you remember the movie Coming to America, but we loved that movie growing up and have always wanted to go to the Waldorf Astoria. So the one in New York, I think is still under construction. I would use my free night to go to one of the Waldorf Astorias. I would probably try to add a second night with the 70,000. And if you have points from a transferable currency, maybe try to tap it up with one of those so you can get two nights at one of those nice hotels. What about you, Kehalani? Congratulations on your card. So we have about around 28 cards altogether. And we've opened around nine already this year. And then we're going to take like a little break. We're finishing up some minimum spends. We're going to take a little break, maybe for a few months while we wait for our hard inquiries to drop off our credit report. And also varies because towards the end of the year in 2021, we took a little break as well. So there's high seasons and low seasons when we get cards. For your Hilton points, I would first of all, put that free certificate night on the side and get prepared where you want to use that for. And then I would pair that with that 70,000 points you have. I would purchase a low price Hilton vacations package. December's coming up. They have 150,000 point offers. And yesterday we attended a Hilton tour where we paid $0. We bought the package in Ala Moana Center, bought it like about five or six days ago. We went on the tour yesterday and we earned 60,000 Hilton points. So if you add 70 plus 60, you've got 130,000 Hilton points. And another fun thing to do was if you could get one more Amex card, if you had the budget for that annual fee and you can meet the minimum spend, you can take that Amex points. For example, the gold card, you could get 90,000 points with that. And then you can transfer your Amex points over to Hilton and you will get two Hilton points per Amex points. So 90,000 times two is 180,000. And now you've got just about enough for a high-end Hilton for five nights. How about you, Serena. What's your advice for Susan? Hi, Susan. Congratulations on your new Hilton card. I love Hilton properties. So something that people don't talk about is you can actually redeem points for Hilton all-inclusives. So you might want to take a look at the Hilton La Romana in the Dominican Republic. And there are nights, if you look in the Hilton calendar, you can find nights for 65,000 points per night. And all-inclusives are really fun because you get food included, drinks included, and some activities. And then as a bonus, if you team up with 
a friend or a family member, refer that person to the card and collectively with your points and your free nights, you can get four nights at an all-inclusive. And I think that would make a really fun trip. You don't have to worry about paying for food and drink. And so in terms of cards, I have 18 cards in my name. My husband has 15 cards. And then last year I opened six cards and my husband opened five cards. How about you, Mitch? Okay, Serena. So yeah, Susan, congrats on your new Hilton card. And first off, let's go ahead and get out of the way. How many credit cards Polrit and I have? So currently for us, and this is for each of us, we each got about 25 credit cards right now. This year we've held back a bit because we want to kind of get under Chase 524. We want to pick up some new Chase credit cards. So that's our plan there. Probably more than what an average person would have, but still, you know, for us, I think it's pretty easy to manage. Now, on to what I would do with those Hilton points and certificate, because it's funny timing, because what you are asking is exactly what I'm working on right now. I just signed up for the Hilton business card for both Polrit and myself. And with those two sign up offer bonuses, we're going to have just enough to get another five nights at the Waldorf Mall. Maldives, which I know most of you have been there and we've been twice and we love it so much. And we're going to go back for a third time. It's the one place that I've been to where when I check my blood pressure, it's actually right at 120 over 80. Exactly. I also plan to try and make it a seven night stay by stacking it with those two free night awards that come with that card as well. Some may say that seven nights might be too long in the Maldives. For me, I say, just look at my drone footage. Look at it, you guys. I mean, do wow. I look at like I'm 120 Aww. over 80 or what? <laughs> yeah, oh, totally. Oh, yes. yeah. Take me that back. Take the perfect blood pressure reducer right there. Thanks, everyone. And thank you, Susan, for sending us your video question. It's so easy for you to be on our show. All you got to do, drop us a line on any one of our social media channels, or you can email us at let's get to the points at gmail.com. And we'll answer your question right here. All right, before we close our show, we just did another Instagram story asking for your questions that you want us to answer. We'll put them on the screen for all of you watching on Spotify and YouTube. Here we go, gang. Best short, quick responses. Romaze8 wants to know, where would you recommend to go for a family of five? Also, how many points would it take? Miguel. I would say, uh, maybe I'm biased, but maybe Disneyland or Disney World, there's a ton of hotels that you can use points for outside both of the parks. And how many points is it going to depend whether you're going with Hyatt, Hilton, or Marriott, um, or IHG, but that's where I would go. How do you, Nicole? I would say in New York, uh, there's a ton of free stuff to do there, wide range of cuisines to enjoy, and there are a lot of flights that fly in and out of New York from different airlines. I think with Southwest, you can go for as low as 9,000 points, depending on where you're coming from. I highly recommend New York. How about you, Kehelani? I'll go with Miguel and I think Disneyland as well. You can get some vacation packages. They're really cheap for there. So you can earn points for your flights and you can pay for a two to three nights stay at a low price and earn some extra hotel points on top of that. And it's also wonderful memories. Like usually kids remember going to Disneyland and it's just something really special. How about you, Serena? So I have a hotel brand recommendation. I would look at the Embassy Suites properties because they have mostly suites at their hotels, free breakfast with made-to-order omelets. Sometimes they have manager's receptions with free food in the afternoon and free drinks. So I think it's 
great for families, especially bigger families, because you could fit more into a suite. And these are in Honolulu, which I've stayed at, and I really liked it there. You can check Puerto Rico, Orlando, Aruba. So look to see where there are embassy suites hotels to see where you might want to go. How about you, Mitch? I'd recommend looking at the Delta Root system, and they occasionally have some really nice fire sales with their points program. I know, uh, you, Nicole, you recently booked a smoking deal to New Zealand, and the American Express Delta cards are pretty easy to get. And if you can time it for one of those fire sales, you could easily find a destination domestic or international that would really work well for your family of five. Okay, next question actually comes to us over email and it's from Sandy and she asks, how much time do they give you to shower on board the plane on Emirates? Miguel? I don't know if there's an overall time, but I know that water only lasts for five minutes. So I guess you could turn it on and off. Now, I was supposed to take a shower on this when I came back from Italy last year, but I had a little bit uh, too much champagne. So I, I had scheduled a time for my shower and I missed it because I fell asleep. What about you, Nicole? Is this on your bucket list? Definitely. Like, I like that there is no time limit in the bathroom itself because I'd be in there taking all kinds of Instagram videos. So I know this probably is a family show, but if you have five minutes to shower, you have to get the pits, the and everywhere else from there, okay? <laughs> but given the opportunity, I would definitely do it. Okay, how about you, Kehalani? What would you do with the Emirates shower? Would you try it? Would you not? I would not step foot in that shower. Who cleans it? How often is it cleaned? Is it sanitized from one person to the next? I mean, like growing up in high school, going to the gym, like I wear slippers in the shower. That's the kind of person that I am. Five minutes in there with like a low water pressure, who's going to rinse it out, you know? Mm. How about you, Serena? What's the verdict? So five minutes is not a lot of time. I take very, very long showers. So I probably have time for maybe a pit, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> maybe two pits and that's it. Because okay. I like to linger in the shower. So is this what people want to hear? So Mitch, tell us your pits. My pits are my business. Thank you very much. <laughs> they are not any of your business. And second, I hope I'm flying with Kay Halani because I'm going to take your extra five minutes from your shower. I'm going to give it to you. Uh, thank you very much. I'm going to take it. And I have no problem showering on a plane. But to kind of, you know, answer Sandy's question, they give you a limited time and you can hit the pause button on it. So you can kind of start and stop it whenever you need it. So you just hit the stop button, lather up, hit start, rinse off. It's pretty nice. I enjoy it. All right. Final Instagram question comes from Daniela76, and they ask, what do you prefer, window or aisle? Miguel. I guess it depends on how, how long of a flight it is. I'd like the aisle to be easily get in and out. But if I know I need to sleep and it's an economy, like I'd rather have the window so I can lean over. What about you, Nicole? Window. All day, every day. And I'm sorry for the people in the aisle, but I pee like five times on the plane. I'm still taking the window. <laughs> oh my how about you, Kehalani? Window. I love sitting by the window. I actually hate going to the lavatory when I'm on the plane. So I'm a good window seat partner, you know, if you're in the aisle. How about you, Serena? 
So I'm always in aisle seat and that's because I go to the bathroom a lot because I have a very small bladder. So I'd be great seat partners with you, Kehelani. Yeah. And Mitch will be in the middle seat. Yeah, <laughs> he definitely will be. That was so much fun, you guys. I, I love it all so much. And I love these quick fire Instagram questions. They're a lot of fun. We have a really good time doing it. So please follow us on Instagram and respond on the next question poll that we have. That's all we have for now. I want to thank all of our hosts. Serena from Passion for Points. Bye, everyone. Kay Halani from Points to Travel Expert. Aloha. Miguel from Travel Sergeant. Nicole from Nicole's Travel Tips. Bye. See you guys next week. And I'm Mitch Shannon from Seat to a Suite. Remember to like and subscribe to this audio and video podcast wherever you find us on social media, including YouTube. Thanks for watching and listening. Watch for our next episode soon.